Brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Stores. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. You know, it's, something just occurred to me. What's that? You think the Huffington Post was having a laugh? You think they were doing exactly what I was proposing to do? Um, I would like to think that. However, most of these institutions and their online division are kids between the ages of 22 and 30. Yeah, but my, my point being, do you think they put that out there just because it would generate traffic to their website? Oh, yes. That part I do believe, that they knew that, th- that this story would circulate. Yes, I do believe that. Well, then maybe they don't personally believe all of the ridiculous things that... They just want the victimization exposed. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, did you see what the, the scam, the Payless shoes pulled off? Yes. No, I, they don't my, know what you mean. It's one of my favorite stories of the year. What happened? So you're, you're familiar with Payless shoes? Uh, the vaguely. discount, The discount shoe store that you would see like at malls and whatnot. How do you turn this damn TV off? Call the TV department. I need hey, the TV uh, department. Wait for Pat to get here. I got it. So they opened up a store that was supposed to be a luxury brand of shoes called Pelasse. All right. It looked like it was Italian yes. or French or whatever. So they invited all of these so-called Instagram shoe experts and all of these fashionistas from around the country to be a part of this. And they were selling their regular $19 shoes for six, seven hundred bucks. And they're all posting about it, going, "Look at the quality of the fabric." And I'm like, yeah, these are Payless shoes. You will, you'll got, fall for the scam. They got scammed. It was incredible. Oh. Does a lot for you, huh? Hey, Pelesi, Rook. Okay. Yes, now. <clears throat> okay. There was a guy in New Zealand who had a lifelong stutter. At one point in your life, you had a stuttering problem. Yeah, I, I stuttered a little, couple ticks. Yeah. Uh, but he's found a way to combat this lifelong problem, and he does it by speaking in an Irish accent. When he speaks in an Irish accent, his stuttering stops. This is true. I'm, I'm, this is from the uh, Irish Post. I'm not making this up. His name is Nick Prosser. He's 28. He, and, uh, in fact, I want you to call him. I want you to call Nick Prosser. Is that the number Reavers I gave has? Reavers the number yeah. before the show. Okay. He's in New Zealand. Okay. Uh, Nick Prosser, 28, made the discovery after trying out different accents with a worth with a work colleague. Rook, don't forget to dial the zero ahead of the one because it's international. Oh. He said he was amazed such a simple technique had stopped his stutter after years of visiting speech therapists and doctors. He told the uh, Roar Torah Daily Post. What's his name? Uh, his name is Nick Prosser. And he's a New Zealander who stutters, but not when he speaks in an Irish accent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried the Irish accent, and the next thing we are having a long conversation with no stuttering, he told the paper. Prosser is of Irish ancestry, but has never been to Ireland. However, he encouraged others to try the technique. A speech therapist told the Post that while singing is known to help stuttering, it was the first time she had heard of an accent-aiding speech. However, she warned only time would tell if the technique was sustainable. In February, it was reported that an American woman 
would wake up speaking in an Irish accent. I think I remember that. Yeah, and uh, after going to bed with a headache. Right. So any chance that we've been successful in reaching Mr. Prosser? Uh, uh, yes. Line 10. Nick? Nick Prosser? Good night, night. What uh, what town have we reached? Uh, well, hello, I was just Joe. I was yes. trying to talk to Joe. Yeah. That's who I'm looking for. Yeah, I, well, I, if I could go back to Nick Prosser for a moment. Or you are Nick Prosser. Nick. Where, where are you in New Zealand? Home. No, I, I meant what town? Auckland. 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 What do you do for a living, Nick? Farmer. What? Farmer. And you, uh, as according to a story in the Irish Post, you uh, decided uh, with a work colleague, apparently someone who works with you on the farm. It was an interview I gave out uh, about a couple of weeks ago, Joe. Oh, there you are. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. A man called me and asked if uh, and I said there sure is and uh we we chatted for quite some time and then it's quite hard because I uh, sometimes wait, wait a minute in no. my Aussie accent I forget but 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 what what uh, motivated you to give the Irish accent a try? Well, once I was in therapy, I was laying on the couch, and I was talking with my uh, psychologist. Or a speech therapist. Yes, it, well, well, but starting with my psychologist, who recommended a space therapist. So I uh, found my speech therapist, and everything's fine now. Well, don't, so do you now speak permanently with an Irish accent? I go in and out. What? I go in and out. I see. Are you married? You, sometimes it's free-flowing, and sometimes it's a little difficult, because when I answer, I want to answer in my, uh, in my native tongue, my own accent. Sure. And, of course, sometimes I go back to uh, have to remind myself to, to speak like an Irishman. Right. Are you married, Nick? Oh, yes. What's your wife's name? Wilma. Her parents were big fans of the Flintstones. Does she have this problem? No, 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 no. Do you have children? Yeah, six. Six? What are their names? Hard Robin. Pardon? Pardon? Well... If I do it in my Irish accent, yeah, it's it quite a bit faster. Let's do it? that. Yeah, quite a bit faster. Sure. Well, we have um, we have Lisa. Right. She's the eldest. Yes. And then we have Thomas. Okay. And uh, and then John. Right. Ringo. <laughs> and Paul. Wait a minute. That's only five. Did we forget? You're missing a child. And that was, um, Leonard. 
Leonard, okay. Uh, no, and I bet the kids and the family. Uh, Thank you for counting. Whoever was counting. And, and I, uh, Wilma and the kids, they help you on the farm. Oh, yes, Wilma. She, uh, she's a sweetheart, and she stayed with me, very patient with me. Right. As I went through this. It's horrible. So uh, then I recall, I have to uh, put the switch in my in my brain to talk about uh, an Irishman. So uh, at least Scottish or Irish or someone from the Isle. Well, I think Irish, uh, the Irish accent, clearly, it clearly works for you as a means of of overcoming this problem. There's only one thing. Okay. With the accent comes a, a love of Irish whiskey. <laughs> so I've really taken up the role. Uh-huh. As I stare at the boss right now. Oh, it's, I'm fine. It's my, it's my brothers who gave it up for Lent. Yes, have you heard that? Have you heard this one? I did. It's my brothers that gave up for Lent. Uh-huh. Well, I, I bet you're thrilled that you can uh, just switch back. and If you find yourself uh, in your natural uh, language, uh, your New Zealand uh, language. Mate. If you find yourself easy, right? If you find yourself freaking hard, if you find yourself struggling, I imagine you're getting better at just quickly turning over to the Irish accent. Oh, you sing uh, "Tu Ralu Ralua." Mm -hmm. You know the Irish lullaby. Sure. When it's, Irish eyes are smiling, things when of Irish that. Irish eyes are smiling. Mm -hmm. uh, Fortnite, Danny boy. Sure, Danny boy. Danny. Danny. Is it is it Danny or Donny? It's Danny. People always looked at me funny when I would sing it in my native tongue. Huh. So I never knew if it was Danny or Donny. It's Danny. But... Donny boy. Like the gentleman down the hall. Mm -hmm. Well, Nick uh, Prosser uh, in uh, Auckland, uh, I think it's fantastic. that you've, uh, you've almost created your own self-help here. Yes. I'm calling from Minnesota. You might know of my... Um, Cousin, uh -huh. uh, Nate. Nate Prosser. He, he plays a. Uh, he's hockey player. Hockey, yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, he's a he's quite a good player. Uh huh. He likes to shoot the puck. But we don't play that much down here. Down in Auckland. No. Auckland. Uh huh. Yes. Thank you, and uh, please say hello to Wilma. I will. And the children? Yeah, especially Leonard, who I didn't forget this time. Maybe you could uh, leave us by speaking in Irish so uh, we have a better uh, understanding of the uh, success rate you're having with this. Oh, yes. quite. Uh, it's quite charming to speak with an Irish accent. I think so. I think so. Uh -huh. I, 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 now, feel, I now, feel much much better when I do. Now, you're of Irish descent, but I was reading you've never been to Ireland. I have not quite been to the island yet, mm -hmm. uh, but I'd love to go there. be a long trip, wouldn't it? Uh, uh, quite a long trip, but I think it'd be well worth it, and I would feel comfortable, probably even get some new tips mm -hmm. on how to speak like the Irish do. Well, <laughs> congratulations to you, sir. Carry on, Mike. All right, thank you. Good uh, Thank you. Boy, that's, Frustrating that's life something, that isn't, isn't that wow. something, the way he's able to handle that? Switching back and forth. We'd well, have to remember to go back and forth into the Irish accent. Like, it's not natural. Yeah. It was like Mel Tillis. Remember Mel Tillis used to stutter unless he was singing? Well, they, the, the uh, speech pathologists note that sometimes singing is a uh, 
is a cure for this problem. Mm. Well, we wish the gentleman luck. Uh, Nick. Nick Prosser. Nick Prosser. I didn't know uh, his cousin Nate was a... Uh, no. Uh, is Patrick going to be joining us? Yeah. You all right there, Reed? That was pretty good. Uh-huh. Okay. We'll, be we'll grab it. Yep. I can't tell you how excited I am. Well, I got it up here in front of me. I, I love it. I got to set the stage for you. This is a uh, Richard Ricey tale that I had never even heard before. Well, when you called uh, last night, you were chuckling. Yeah, well, this is a great one. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about 1928. All right. So he was a 22-year-old uh, guy. He was, you know, going to mortuary science school at the U, but he must have obviously been home for the summer or something, although he started a little later in, in uh at the U, so I don't know what it is. But first of all, there's a, there's a guy named Sean Fury, F-U-R-Y, and I've gotten to know him on uh, social media, and he wrote a book on uh, on the jump shot, the history of the jump shot, and he's a, he's a, his parents are uh, both uh, full of youth uh, of my generation. He's a generation younger than me, and his mother, in fact, has lived right down the block from us, all right. uh, one, of the, one of the drill ones. So anyway... When I uh, when I was in New York, I was going to go to the Timberwolves game, and uh, and uh, at noon in Brooklyn on Friday, why not? And I got him to he joined me. Okay, yeah. So now we're talking. We just sat there and basically talked and watched a bad basketball game. But uh, he said my parents were telling a story that they have heard seen from one of their parents about your dad and some bank records that were found in a lake mm-hmm. and uh, when he was fishing with a couple of other guys. Okay. I said, well, boy, I never heard that one. Yeah, I never heard that one. And uh, he said it was early. So bank records. So, you know, my brother, who's five or six years older than me, Michael, is a much more of a Richard historian than I am, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. he was... He was around for the late 40s when the craziness might have been even at a different level. You know, I was right. a little kid then, and I don't remember it. So, But I'll say one thing about Richard. There were a million stories, but you'd usually hear them from his buddies, not from him. Right. And Michael had never heard this one. So I called him last night, and I said, okay, do you hear this one? So Sean sent me this clipping that was uh, by the Associated Press. I think it's out of the Worthington Globe. Uh, Folda, Minnesota, here it is, anyway. Folda, Minnesota, July 11th. What year? AP, AP 1928. 1928. And I looked it up. Uh, the date they would refer to as this event taking place would have been July 7th. Anyway, yeah. Folda, Minnesota, July 11th. Loaded down with rocks, the records of the First National Bank of Avoca, stolen several months ago, were recovered from a lake near here by three fishermen Friday, Tuesday. Tuesday. The fishermen, it was reported, will share a $10,000 reward offered by national bank authorities in Washington. Wow, that's a lot they of are, money. Now, now, wait, now, though. They are George Roundhorse, mm-hmm. Clarence Plute, and Richard Ricey. I knew George. He was older than the old man. He ran the, the uh, theater in town for years. I didn't know Clarence, but I've heard his name. Yep. Uh, anyway, Clarence Plute. Fisher- 
Yeah, Clarence Plute. Grateful the name, P-L-U-T, Plute. Local officials could not confirm this report. Several bits of paper found on the banks of the lake led authorities to have the lake seined, meaning, you know, dragged, for the missing records. Mm -hmm. A large briefcase and several sacks of books were loaded with rocks to sink the evidence that authorities had been searching for in an effort to clear up liquidation of the bank. Now closed. Now this is right before the Depression and banks were... Banks were, you know, closing and run on banks and all. And Avoca is a town right between Fulton Slate and six mm-hmm. miles away. But I'm telling you, there are three possibilities here. Mm-hmm. One possibility is these guys were actually fishing and came about this scene and got the lake saint. Right. I put that one at about 5%. Right. I'm already shaking my head no on that one, Pat. I'm already no. I put that one at 5%. All right. I put, and then the two other possibilities are this. One, uh, these three geniuses thought that they could get some official-looking books, but if they put them in water, they might be degraded enough that they would be uh, presumed to be bank records, right? Okay. If there was a bunch of stuff in there. Yep. I'd put that one at about 50%. Yeah, I, I would too, you know, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, knowing my old man, it is 1928, and you're putting $10,000 on the table? Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. That's like a couple uh, hundred grand a day. This ain't a frozen oh, walleye. Least, well, I, I looked it up. It's only 150 but. When you think that the next year nobody in the country had any money, right. it was like a million dollars. Right, right. Okay, or or they were pranking the old cheap Germans in town, who uh, they wanted to see them down there scurrying around the lake <laughs> looking for uh, stuff. And I put that at about forty percent. But the authentic authenticity of these three guys just having to stumble on the scene while they were fishing. I don't buy it. All right, let me ask you something. I think it's even less than five now. It's going down <laughs> yeah, as I think about it. There was no follow-up that they got. The, the, uh, that they got uh, nobody could find a follow-up, so go ahead. Ask did did Michael know about this story? No, Michael. I talked to him last night. Never heard it. All right, here's my question. Now, there's no chance if the old man had pulled this off that he wouldn't have told him. Right. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would, would the missing bank records have been such a story that these three fishermen would have known about it? Oh yes, I'm sure it was, it was a big. It was a big talker sure in the area. A big, I'm sure it was a big talker. Hot in the gossip. Area. The Avoca yeah. Bank it's closed, and what's going on in this country? And that's my guess that yeah. everybody knew about it. And the, well, if you're going to throw out a reward, you got to publicize it. Right, that's true. Yeah. Otherwise, so uh, anyway, I'm sure that uh, uh, they, they knew about it. Yes, and and I also know that even though Richard. Uh, was, as I said, not a great storyteller about himself. Other people told stories about him. That one he couldn't have kept to himself. No. But my theory, as I said, somebody, you know, back in those days, somebody just said, come on, fella. This, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you don't, you don't make any claim and we won't, we won't, we won't, uh, we won't uh, press anything here. So. Okay. Well, what was what? Was discovered truly the bank records? Ah, uh, that there's no follow up to uh, say whether they were truly were the bank records. All they say is uh, 
They're taking the uh, word, I think, of the three fishermen that they were the bank records. Mm-hmm. Several bits of paper led it towards it. A large briefcase and several sacks of books were loaded with rocks to sink the evidence that authorities have been searching for in an effort to clear up the liquidation of the bank. Now closed. Yep. Uh, if I'm trying to get rid of the bank records, don't I burn them? I, I I'm down to zero percent. You know, you know how far you got to go to a Volca, from a Volca to find some lonely place to build a bonfire about thirty feet. So, um, so uh, this is uh, this is an all timer. God, I wish somebody. I wish Schwab was still alive, so I could so I could track him down and see if it's true. Well, because you know, the trouble. There's nobody alive anymore. Right, and you know damn well somebody like Schwab would have known about this. Oh, Schwab would have known. Schwab yeah. would have known. They'd, in fact, he might have been invited in, and Rob might have said, Dickie, I don't think I want to get in. He called him Dickie all yeah. the time. He said, I don't think I want to get in on this one. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, anybody knows the problem. No, the, 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 the bottom line is nobody was ever incarcerated, but I right. don't think anybody I don't think anybody ever collected the 10000 oh, That's uh, pretty this good. Is, this is, uh, I, I can't believe it that he yeah. never said. Now, but uh, when I called Michael last night, <clears throat> I was reminded of something else about the old man that I've forgotten. Yep. Uh, after he moved to Prior Lake one year, and this is the late 60s, so I was up in St. Cloud working or someplace, you know. Uh, I wasn't around, but uh, Michael was still, Michael was back from the service and he was around. The uh, They had on the ballot in Prior Lake or in, uh, a justice of the peace. Uh, opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. was on the ballot, mm-hmm. and nobody was running for it. So uh, the old man got about twenty guys vote for him, and he got elected the justice of the peace uh, for Prior Lake. <laughs> you know, he could marry you, and, uh, and he went and bought him. And I didn't, I didn't even see this, but Michael told me he went and bought himself a robe. Oh, know? I can imagine. <laughs> like, you got to have a robe. Judge. But the justice of the peace. Uh, a legal operation was held down in our unfinished basement in Prior Lake on a cement floor with a with a couple of tables with a table and a couple of chairs, folding chairs, you know. <laughs> so I don't know if what uh, how many cases he had, but Michael said the first real legal case they sent him, the county sent him was uh, some guy got arrested for DWI. Now this was fifty years ago when yeah. everybody walked. Right, I mean everybody, you know, careless driving and stuff like that. But this guy, Michael, I guess Michael was down there as the witness. He was the witness to the proceedings. I guess probably drinking a line at Google as a witness at the proceedings. But the guy gave Richard the all-time sob story about you know, oh, this will ruin my life, my wife, and I got two kids, and I got no money, and it's a mistake, and I'll never do it again. Richard fined him like ten bucks, and uh, he never got another case. According to my, the county, never the county said he never sent him another legal case because he let the basically let the guy walk the ten bucks. And, but God, I wish I had a picture of him in the robe, man. That oh. would have been uh, that would have been something. Isn't anyway, that dreadful so. when there's nobody left to ask? Yes, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. And this this because this thing. I, I guess I could go down and search the fold of the free press and uh in the for the end of nineteen twenty eight to see if uh, any follow up was on this. But uh apparently uh, Sean Fury's at the grand parent level for him, uh, somebody kept a lot of these clippings and stuff like this. So. Now I do see here at antiquemoney.com the first national bank 
of Avoca. Uh, it says they printed $44,540 worth of national currency. It opened in 1918 and stopped printing money in 28, which was an okay. 11-year yeah. printing period. So that's when they that's when they folded, apparently, and there was some hijinks going on. <laughs> so they had to get God, rid of the book. I, uh, I would, uh, I, as I say, as the story is reported, there's at least a, yeah, 5% might be generous. <laughs> I'm down to one. <laughs> and I think they dragged the briefcase. They hey, beat it up a little bit here before hey, we throw know, it down there. You know, I'm sure those three guys were on the shore saying, "Hey, maybe try over there." See, I mean, let's say it was Volga Lake or a Volga Lake, the Volga Lake too. Could have been one of those two lakes. He could, yeah, well, you know, I think I hear it at this angle here. The paper seems to be going at this angle. Why don't you try over there? Why did Richard yeah. move from Fulda to Prior Lake? He wanted to, well, my mom had died. Yeah. He wanted to get out of business and get up to the Twin Cities and be able to go to ball games and mm -hmm. stuff like that. He wanted to. So he essentially you know, retired and moved up there. Yeah, to some degree. He yeah. still did some stuff. I mean, he was the Justice of the Peace. He was the Justice of the Peace, for God's sake. Good work. Yeah, you can get it, sure. <laughs> yeah, a role, being a role. Right. Must be something was... about this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I would imagine he could have been right out of the. Uh, he could have been the white guy in Amos and Andy, man. You know, <laughs> as, a, as a justice of the peace. Oh God, that's fantastic! Yeah, that is fantastic. Yeah. Are you going yeah. to the? Are you going to the bank tonight for the basketball? I think I watch part of the. Uh, yeah, see how it looks there. You know, see yeah. how. Uh, what are ticket sales for that, Pat? I haven't seen anything. Have they sold a bunch? I don't. I don't think so. The dummies didn't put it on part of the Gopher ticket package. That's their problem. You know, they didn't. Uh, I think they're. And they were charging kind of steep prices I, originally. I don't know if they've come down, but I bet they won't. I bet they'll have fewer people than they have it for the non-conference games at Williams Arena. The first because, ever. You know, they were supposed to get a real doubleheader in there, too. It was supposed to be Clemson, Clemson and Memphis. And then Tubby got fired at Memphis, and uh, and Memphis backed out. So then they ended up with the, the Tommies. Play the first ever basketball game, the Tommies. Yes. The Gopher game will be the second of the doubleheader. Yes, right. That's true. Do you give the Vikings any chance Sunday? Oh, sure. Right. I don't think New England's what they're, you know, New England struggled mightily to beat the lousy Jets last week. They're not, they looked really good defensively earlier this year, and then they're kind of wavering here. But uh, uh, I think this is a team that uh, can give you a surprisingly good effort, uh, the Vikings, and then a surprisingly bad. Mm -hmm. I think they'll split the next two, New England and Seattle, uh, on the road. I just don't know which one. But if they don't, 6-6-1, six, six, and one, uh, that's, uh, that is a far, far cry from what the expectation was. Well, New, Link New England has looked beatable at times. They've lost oh, yeah. Tennessee and Jacksonville this year. Yeah, well, yeah. Tennessee uh, beat them bad, right? They yeah. didn't do anything offensively. So, yeah. I, I mean, you know what? There's a great 98-year-old uh, journalist in, in town who, when asked about the NFL, says, it's a crazy league. It's a crazy league. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Not as crazy uh, as the NBA. <laughs> no, the NBA is crazy for other reasons. Right. Though, because the players are crazy. <laughs> but, Pat, they beat – I had a tirade with Reavers the other day. They beat <laughs> San Antonio by 40 points. Yes. Yeah, Why do you Antonio. take this league seriously? Why can't San they do Antonio. that every night? San Antonio, which has been the most stable franchise in the league for 20 years, 
completely no-showed. Right. Completely no-showed. I don't and get it. it. Well, you know what happened last year? This Kawhi Leonard, basically their best player, refused to play. Mm-hmm. And nobody knew why. And I think that took away that whole Popovich mystique because mm-hmm. these guys these guys were willing to go out there and lay down like dogs and not do anything. And, boy, you haven't seen that from San Antonio very often with this guy coaching them. So. Say, what did you do over Thanksgiving? Go to New York? Went to New York, yeah. You and the D.A.? Me and the D.A. and uh, the lieutenant colonel and his bride uh, flew in and uh, hung out with us for a four days. It didn't didn't stop you from tweeting while you were in New York over the Thanksgiving holiday. Well, no, the one that (laughs) sent off the PGA fans, that was when I was at LaGuardia Saturday morning uh, and and sent out a couple ones. You know, Joe, one of these these guys, uh, the Fleck fans, responded that he hopes that I burn in hell. Really? And as I I said previously, I might burn in hell, but God's going to have better reasons than making fun of P.J. Fleck. I think so. I think so. (laughs) There's more options. He's got options. You know, that's not... not Well, I I was told that you had a great deal of fun uh, following uh, Gophers defeating Wisconsin. Wait, what was your... The Gophers are going to be remembered for what again, Pat? Oh, I tweeted out after they beat... Yeah, after they beat... (laughs) Wisconsin and the Axe came home and we treated it like the national championship. I was looking at the standings and I saw that three of the the teams that aren't bowl eligible, the Gophers had lost to. So I sent out, this will be the season remembered for the, you know, blah, 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 for the losses to Illinois, Maryland, and uh, who was the third one? Who's, uh, Illinois, Maryland. Who else? Illinois. Killed yeah, Illinois, Maryland, and who? Who am I thinking of? Oh, uh, Nebraska. Nebraska, you know, yes. The three, uh, and and when they gave up 150 points and 1,700 <laughs> yards to these three teams, and it was, as I explained to Judd, the the key there was to put in remember. Right. This is where I'll be remembered. You right. could just put it out as a fact, and they would not like it. But if you said, "This is." Yeah, this is how it will be remembered because I knew <laughs> seven hundred of these idiots would say it'll be remembered for one of the actors. Well, I also, I also, I also, I also understand you said those seniors better run quick if they want to beat PJ to the axe. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were saying he didn't even run at the axe. What do you think now? I texted you during that game because I couldn't stand it. I said PJ's behavior is unacceptable. He runs out and jumps into players' arms when they make good plays. Oh, but he's, he's beloved. It is uh, funny how they, the, the, the great quandary here is they all love him. Why don't you go to a game? How about, yes, I was just going to say the morning of that game, you said, I'd like to see all of these people upset. Buy a ticket, you frauds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my That's God. true too. All but right. they're uh, they're fun. They're uh, crazier than Hoodles, man. Uh, they're crazy. You know what's interesting? These guys who do the recruiting sites and things—they're like team members. They—they're absolute, just basically home hometown guys. I didn't realize what homers they were. Mm-hmm. I was getting vile uh, emails from the guys who were supposedly recovering covering recruiting for an objective source. I mm-hmm. was, uh, kind of. But that's always fun. That's why they invented Twitter, Joe. Well, what bowl do you think these saps will end up in? 
Uh, it depends if Ohio State slips into the... If Oklahoma gets beat in Ohio State, uh, then Ohio State will go to the playoff, and then uh, then it'll all move up. And then they could they could possibly end up in New York or the one out in San Francisco, uh, Santa Clara, which, which would... That one's on New Year's Eve. That would seem more like a bowl game, uh, even though it's a third-teamer. How about just for nostalgic purposes, let's go to the Music City Bowl. I huh? know it. I mean... We'll have to send Chip back. I always tell Chip he's a member of the Music City uh, Bowl <laughs> Media Hall of Fame. So he's recovered for damn many of those with uh, Coach uh, uh, Coach Mason. Pat, I didn't have a chance to tell you that I fell for the uh, Mickelson Woods match. Bought the twenty dollars deal oh, on cable. Really? Unwatchable. Well, because they were. It was constant conversation, right? Yeah, I mean, but it was all inane conversation. Name. It was all meaningless. Yeah. And it was, oh, now we're going to make... And then they were making side bets. Yeah, yeah, it was like dreadful. That. It was dreadful. Yeah, I didn't. But, uh, you know, Tiger's... Uh, I saw Tiger's worn out. Huh? He, yeah, I don't know. He played terrible yesterday, too, right? In yeah. his own event. He's they playing... Hero, that, that's his event. Well, he's back to four under. He's in the. He's on the oh. top of the leaderboard now. Oh, so he must yeah. be playing good. Yeah, things. yeah. This is the deal in the Bahamas, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's his I'm event, there. isn't it? Yeah, some kind of a money raiser. Did we see a final number, Joe, on the Tiger Phil? Never did see a number. I wonder well, if sales well, were that bad. Are you you're getting your money back? I think I am getting because, my money back. Yeah, because they started giving it out for free because all their technology didn't work. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was not tempted. All right, I'll never <laughs> think of Richard again without seeing him in the black robes, <laughs> <laughs> like he's a Supreme like Court justice. Yeah. yeah. I you know, I was too bad he wasn't around when Katie and I uh, got hitched. He could have married us. Absolutely. You would have charged the deluxe, too. Yeah. Alan Page, Richard Royce. Right. Alan, what do you think on that last one, huh? Yeah. We'll see you, gentlemen. All right, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. We forgot to get his Viking prediction with uh, well, We talked the about Pages. the Vikes. Said, uh, oh, we talked about the Vikes there, okay. uh, Catscan. They, they, uh, they got a realistic chance. They got a chance. Yeah, they got I a hope chance. so. Yeah. Well, that's uh, always good to touch base. It's always good to touch base with old Patty. You know they had the the hook on that. It was just a hook that pulled up the briefcase too. Oh, look right here! Look what we got. But he called me last night. He was he was he, he had a his his belly was shaking. Oh, was ten laughing. grand so, is serious that's money. That's one hundred and fifty grand. Yes, by today's standards. Damn. All right, GLers, thank you. Uh, be sure to look at the website for uh, Greg Holcomb's. Uh, Illustrated podcast renditions. And also, for, don't forget, on Monday, we will have a major announcement and a really cool event uh, that we're teaming up with Summit Brewing Company. All right, very good. Thank you. on a certain date oh, yeah. in December. Hmm. All right, it's garagelogic.com. Rate us. Don't forget to rate us. And if you are entertained by this podcast, don't forget to tell others. Garagelogic.com is where you find Greg Holcomb's comic series, great cartoon, and what's on Joe's Bookshelf, Author's Corner. Check it out. We'll see you next time. You're one click away from more Garage Logic.